Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me as ever, except for that one time where I did it by myself, it's Josh. <laughs> Hello there, Tom. Hello there, how are you doing? I'm good. We are here this week to talk about Universal's Fantastic Worlds. Yes. We're going to cut through the news agenda. Uh, we did do an episode once before about what's the plan for Universal's yeah. Fantastic Worlds. What's the story in Balamori? Indeed. Uh, what is the story in Balamori? Have you been keeping up? Are you uh, still watch well, it? Wouldn't you like to know? I would. Is it on Plex? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this park, still not confirmed or announced at all by Universal, it should be said. Yeah. Everything known about it, or presumably known about it, is via leaks and uh, insider knowledge and other such things. We did an episode quite some time ago about the plans um, for the park based on what has been leaked so far, and yes. also speculating a little bit on what we might like to see at said park and what could actually feasibly be part of the park so nintendo fantastic beasts uh, various other ip yeah where to find those beasts indeed (laughs) somewhere in the theme park (laughs) but this week we're going to be talking about the design of the park specifically and uh, this comes via a report from thingparkuniversity.com. Which is a, another great website. Another good name for a theme park website. Now, this is based on, again, I think, insider knowledge. Yes. And they have drawn up what they believe to be the design of the park that Universal are certainly aiming for at this early stage of development. So, f- I guess, first of all, it's worth noting for people who might not be aware of like the technical terminology when it comes to the layout of a theme park, Josh. But sure. you, you, you're pretty screwed on when it comes to the... Is it called the hub and spoke design? Absolutely. What is that? What are some examples of that? What does it mean? What is a hub? What is a spoke? Okay. Well, the hub and spoke system is where you have uh, your main entrance. Mm-hmm. You walk along uh, a spoke, which is you know one pathway that leads to a hub area in the middle. Right. Um, it's kind of kind of like a bicycle wheel or a car wheel. Right. You have a hub in the middle with the spokes coming out that go towards the edge, towards the tyre. Uh-huh. Uh, and then on mul- on the different spokes, you have the different lands. Okay. Good example. The main Disney parks. Disneyland. Yes. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Paris. Uh, Tokyo. Disney. So you walk up Main Street. You get to the bit outside the castle. Yep. Uh, and then off of that, there are different paths that lead to your different areas. You know, your Adventureland, your Tomorrowland, slash Discoveryland, your Fantasyland... Etc. 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 Yes. Yeah. Etc. Land. That's my favourite. That's just. It's not really theme. That's where all sort of the ideas they had that didn't quite fit. They all just, <laughs> just kind of shove it in. There. Shove them in. Etc. Land. Yeah. Got, yeah. So there are different other designs. Um, quite yes. More recently, common one uh, is to have a lake in the middle of the park, like Islands of Adventure, like Islands, Epcot, mm-hmm. um, and then you have stuff. You have the lands around that. Yeah. Central lake area. Yeah. And what would you describe the design of Universal Studios as, Florida? Does that have a design, really? Uh, the main park, I guess, is is semi... It's kind of weird, because you've got that... You have got that lake area. Yeah. Uh, which you, is, kind of, it is kind of built around, but then it, the, the first bit's a bit weird, because yeah. it's all a bit busy. Sure. I guess. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't, have a, it doesn't have a central focal point. No. For everything to go around, per se. But no. there is that lake there that you do kind of wander around yeah because SeaWorld's the same that has a lake yes uh, but again it's it's not really built all around the edge no of but lake, that you know i mean i guess that the flow of that was you'd go to the dolphin show and then you would go to shamu mm. um and then you you know you go to the rides as you went from one show to another right yeah because obviously that's changing 
It is indeed. Yes, um, I find SeaWorld quite hard to navigate these days, actually. Yes. It was very hard to find uh, Infinity Falls and Mako specifically. And, and as writers. they're changing that, like areas are kind of semi-shut yeah. as well, which makes it a bit more confusing. And... It certainly does, although none are as confusing as Bush Gardens, as we spoke about in our recent trip report from that park. It's true. Um, but Fantastic World, so something that we have talked about on the podcast before is the idea that rather than lands, these are going to be considered worlds. And that sounds like a really stupid uh, distinction to make, but just to kind of make it, to make put it into terms that maybe make a bit more sense. So I guess with lands, you, you're you able to tra- travel between the lands. Yes. Um, you can walk from um, Adventureland into Frontierland. Yes. Uh, you don't have to go back to the hub. No. To then get to another land. They are very well themed, but you could potentially see another land yeah. from within your land. You could. Um, what they're going for, apparently, with Fantastic Worlds is the idea that these are worlds and they are entirely separate. And once you are inside one of those worlds, that's all you can see and yeah. you are totally immersed in that one location. And the entrances to them would would, would respect that as well. So one idea that's been floated quite a lot, and we've certainly mentioned it, is the entrance to a Super Nintendo world, which is widely assumed to be part of this park, might be uh, the green pipe, the iconic green pipe from the Mario games. Um, And you have to jump down it. If there was to be a Fantastic Worlds uh, world, there are all sorts of things Uh, they could do. You have to climb into a suitcase. You have to jump into a fireplace, and they set you alight. Um, and off you go. And you have to make sure you uh, enunciate properly or you could yeah. end up anywhere. Uh, Diagonally. Yeah. You, you end up in a Northrop Grumman across the road. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So that's kind of what the plan has supposedly been when it comes to Fantastic Worlds. And we've, we've known about that via leaks and rumours for a while now. What, what we didn't know was quite the extreme lengths Universal apparently want to go to to separate these worlds and really make them feel like their own theme parks within a theme park. Yes. Josh, do you want to explain exactly what the makeup of Fantastic World is going to be based on this theme park university report, which I must say is a is a pretty deep dive. It's not kind of, oh, here's a few lines that I've heard. This is a, a pretty extensive uh, design that he's come up yeah. with based on. Uh, so Josh Young at Theme Park University put this together and it's a great read if you like this sort of thing which I do Mm. Um, who would have thought after 20 odd episodes of Theme Park Podcast you're kind of into them yes Uh, like specifically the design of things you know I've done the uh, Keys to the Kingdom at Magic Kingdom where you go into the um, corridors of the Magic Kingdom the utility doors you see all the slaves working away Um, make sure you have a nice time so this is an interesting design this one so it's got a hub. There's a hub area, yeah, um, that you walk into, yeah, and then off of that are the may are these worlds. Mm. There is no lake in the middle. There are no spokes, as it were. Right. I kind of like. Well, in my head, I've sort of pictured it as the one of the early ideas for an atom. Okay. The plum pudding model. Right. I don't know if you ever remember that. I don't. Uh, so you have one sort of main the pudding of the plum pudding. And then yeah. the plums are sort of attached to that. Okay. Uh, so it's a really bad model. It doesn't even describe an atom. <laughs> uh, idiots back in the day. Does it describe a thing park though? It I do. do. Yeah, I do think so. Uh, so you have this main hub, and there's at the end of the hub, 
Mm. On one end, of it's obviously the entrance and exit. And the other end is your focal point. Yeah. There's nothing behind that focal point. Uh-huh. Um, like there is at Magic Kingdom. You okay. have uh, Fantasyland behind the castle. Yes. Here, there is just that main focal point at the end. Right. Which rumours suggest will be a hotel. Interesting. Yes. Sort of built into the park, as it were. Mm. Uh, and as the main focal point, what, the, what that will look like. You'd have to imagine they theme it. In some way, so yes. you don't just want to be looking straight at a hotel. Yeah, it's just a big, <laughs> big block of flats. Yeah, yeah, that would be weird. Yeah, but this hub area apparently is going to be a bit like a City Walk 2.0, right? Meaning are... that you don't have to pay to get in. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, you probably have to pay like 25, 30 bucks by this by the time it's built. Well, by the time it's park. built, it'll be double that to park. It's right, twenty five yeah. bucks now. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, 50 bucks to park. Indeed. <laughs> uh, and you get to go to City Walk 2.0. Brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, free. Which is interesting because then how's the theming work? Yeah. In that area. Is it is it just City Walk again? Is it kind of just... Yeah. Hey, there is not really theming. Just have a good time. Yeah. Just is it... Larger than life entertainment. And restaurants run by Universal mm-hmm. or... Um, like Disney Springs, for example, the restaurants are kind of hand-picked... It feels a bit more like now mm. by Disney, yeah, rather than just kind of throwing anyone in there, yeah, um, which is kind of how City Walk feels to me, right? Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, uh, off of that are your welds, yes, which are sort of um, pods attached to the side, as it were, right? And these are fully enclosed. You cannot walk between the welds, as you mentioned. Uh, you cannot see the other welds, and you have to potentially. Enter and exit through turnstiles to get from one world to another. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to come from the hub. Uh, so you want to go into Mario Nintendo Land. Yeah. Uh, you have to walk through turnstiles to get into Nintendo Land. Yeah. From there, maybe you want to go to uh, Fantastic Beasts, go some, find some. You have to walk <laughs> out through the turnstiles from Nintendo Land, go through more turnstiles into Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Uh, and then you're in Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, so we've spoken about this. Uh, previously, I, I my initial thought was this seems ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, from a, I, I think people that have been trained um, to you know expect you enter a thing park, you are in the thing park. Yeah. That is that. Yeah. The idea of having, I mean, they're going to have to get into their head, I guess, that these are all separate thing parks in a way. But but they they're not they're not going to be of that size and scale. No, it's going to be like, like no chance. One so, big ride. Yeah, a couple of side rides. So an experience. You can't sell it to people like that. That's just not going to fly. No. So the idea that you are going to have to enter and exit each land, as you say through turnstiles, seems kind of mad. You did mention the idea of a of a you know interesting ticketing options that it might provide yes. Universal, which I hadn't thought of. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, that so... kind of sold it to me a little. I think a couple of people have asked questions about this, actually. Basically, my idea was they could easily just sell single-world tickets. Mm. So, oh, you're a big fan of Nintendo? Just come along to Nintendo. Yeah. What it means is you give a cheaper option. It's like the uh, iPhone XR. Yes. Of uh, the theme park world. <laughs> yeah. Um, w- which is even more relevant because... You'll, they'll be selling that at the price of the old normal theme park ticket price. Much like the XR is the price of the old X. Uh, is, is it? No, I, I don't think it is. Uh, yeah. No, the, the X... Is it? The X, iPhone 
X was what? Wasn't that a grand? I'm yeah, sure my sister yeah. paid a grand for that. Yeah. And the XR is seven fifty. Uh, and the XS is a grand. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's right. The XR is the uh, price of the 8. Yes. Sorry, yes. That's, yeah. Yes. And the 8's now like 500. Yeah. That's how it works. Yes. Got you. I won't take any Apple slander here, sir. Yeah. I've got, as long as I have an Apple Watch on my wrist and some AirPods in my pocket, I will not accept your slander. Uh, well, soz. <laughs> uh, anyway, gives it, apparently that is not a thing that they're going to do. What, multiple tickets? Yes. Right. The, there's only going to be one ticket. Yeah. What if you got no ticket? Well, <laughs> out the window. <laughs> I I don't know. They might be saying that they're not going to do that. Doesn't stop them from doing that down the road. No, certainly not. It certainly opens the option of doing it. Yeah. The, the way that this park and is I mean, why wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I mean, there's no downside no. to offering um, separate tickets as long as... I think I think that the single day ticket um, has got to be no more than the single day ticket at the other two parks, and then you can cut off um, a, a single land ticket perhaps, and and you would sell that at a price that is cheap and cheaper enough so that if someone genuinely does just want to do one land, it makes sense for them to do that, yeah. but not so cheap that. But but also expensive enough that they might think, oh, I might as well just buy the the yeah. full one, the full one, you know. Um, I guess you could do, I don't know. Say for example, say there are four worlds, as there are currently rumored to be. Yeah, uh, with room to expand. With room to expand, yes. Yeah. So the current rumors are that there are four proposed lands, which would be Nintendo Land, uh, Fantastic Beasts, Fantastic Beasts, Classic Monsters. Um, how to Train Your Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon. Uh, with two expansion pads. Yeah. Uh, which is usually how you build theme parks anyway these days. Even theme parks have got DLC now, Josh. Yes. Uh, there's still DLC uh, waiting to be added at Universal. It's true. Uh, but they, that's where they put the uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Right. Um, so you would say, for example, £100. Pure, you know, these prices are nowhere near accurate. <laughs> £100 for all four. Yeah. And then you could say... 60 for one. Yeah. I mean, 60 seems a bit steep, but... Well, yes, but I think it, it's cheap. It's a che- much cheaper day out yes. if you want to just take the kids yeah. to see Mario, but it's not so cheap that they would never even think about just buying the Yeah. One. I was thinking, say, uh, £40, and then you could go, well, the, the kid likes How to Train Dragon and Harry Potter... That, well, so that's eighty quid. Yeah. Well, we might as well just buy a hundred pound one. Yeah, and get all four lands. I guess. Yeah, that's a fair way of looking at it as well. So, if we are to believe that these four, so I think when we did our what what could be the case, what could be the deal at Fantastic Worlds, we mentioned like a, a DreamWorks world rather than specifically how to train your dragon. Yes, we did mention Fantastic Beasts. We did mention Nintendo. We didn't mention Classic Monsters. That wasn't on our radar at all. We talked about stuff like maybe Star Trek and. Maybe something with James Bond because Universal have got the rights for the the next Bond film. Yeah. Um. So maybe there was you know a deal that could be done there. I must say I am quite surprised by some of these choices. I I feel like you look at Islands of Adventure for example. By the time Islands of Adventure was open, yes. Let's look at the cultural appeal of each of those lands. So you got Marvel, not as big as then as it is now clearly, but no, still a pretty timeless, proven. Property full of beloved characters. Yeah, Zeus. You could say the same for, for for that. 
Toon Lagoon, you could say the same for that. Cartoon characters that had stood the test of time, certainly in the States. Certainly Popeye. Jurassic Park, one of the very biggest films of that decade yep. that had spawned one sequel by then. Yep. Had another one in the, in, the, in the oven. Obviously, it's become an even bigger thing with Jurassic World. Uh, yeah, and then you had Lost Continent, which was, you know... Poseidon, big name. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The kids love Poseidon. Yeah, and uh, um, that Mythos restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. But you had Oof. the uh, best theme park restaurant uh, 94 years in a row, as that <laughs> banner will continually tell us. Lots of proven, pretty timeless properties. I look at this one and I think... And obviously they've added Harry Potter, which I think falls into that bracket as well. Yes. Fantastic Beasts is obviously just an offshoot of Harry Potter. <sighs> I mean... I assume they're going to make another film, but that second one was so bad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I, if it's got like... The world is far superior to the films that are in that world. But then what's the point? Because you've got, you know, you've got two Harry Potter worlds. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I, the Harry Potter stuff they've done is exceptional. It really is. That Diagon Alley Land is ridiculous. Tom, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I'll tell you this, right? Yeah. It's just another excuse yeah. to get Harry Potter fans to you know, spend more money. I just don't I don't feel like I want another Harry Potter land. I, I love the stuff they've done. I feel like they, I'd like something new. This, uh, I don't think this Where's is, Middle this Earth? Is wow. Come on. Talk, talk to the uh, Tolkien estate. Goddamn Tolkien estate. Yeah. So I'm a bit... I'm a bit wishy-washy on, on that I, I th- personally I, I think if they do it they should just call it the, the wizarding world again and say hey, it's um, you know if it's the ministry of magic then sure fine that'd be really cool if it was um, I don't think they should necessarily tie it to Fantastic Beasts I think that's a dumb move yes I think that I genuinely think that brand has been damaged uh, certainly um, you type Fantastic Beasts into YouTube all the clickbait is about how terrible it is yeah um, um, which you would never see for you would never have seen that five mm. years ago. The license is only thirty years. Mm. I doubt that they'll Universal aren't going to say no to renewing that. No, of course not. Um, obviously, but maybe J.K. goes low. J.K. Yeah. <laughs> Put in the license. Yeah. Maybe. Um, um. So, so, th- th- and if Fantastic Beasts is bad. That could potentially lead to that. Mm. Uh, we'll have to watch the space. How to Train Dragon, another weird one, I guess. I think that is a bit of a strange one. I um, really like How to Train Your Dragon. I it's think been it's a really great trilogy. Fantastic trilogy. It's closed Am up I really gonna well. Am I going to look back on it really fondly in 10 years' time? Now, I, I do. I realise that I do need to put myself in a, in a little kid's shoes at this point. Uh, you know, I, I, I remember... You, um, you already put yourself in little kid's I shoes. I do, I do. But I remember, weirdly enough, um, this is very anecdotal. Watching Mark Commode's review of How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yes. And in the YouTube comments, there was one chap who had said, my kids absolutely loved this film. They've, they've grown up with these movies. They've watched the TV show. They loved it. I didn't have the heart to tell them at the end that uh, this was the it's, last it's game one. over. Because oh. they adore it. Just and I game was of like, oh, okay, let me put myself in the shoes of that dad or, or his kids and think, you know, is actually How to Train Your Dragon, is it actually a really big deal? Do you have loads and loads of kids yeah. who really love the films and watch the TV shows and absolutely adore it all? And, you know, Hiccup is their Woody and uh, Toothless the, is their, you know... I would say whatever. there's a surprising it's, enough number of adults that like it mm. that there is that potential for, like, just off of that knowledge of, for me mm. to know that 
there's probably a lot of kids that really like it. Yeah. Um, Would it be very cynical of me? This is very cynical. I don't think this is the case. Universal bought DreamWorks in between How to Train Your Dragon 2 and 3. Yes. How to Train Your Dragon 3 was uh, set around somewhere called The Hidden World. It was kind of the first time they'd... I mean, I know they had The Island... That's a much better name. Um, for, they're, they're, that's a much better name for the park. Well, I mean, they could call. I mean, that's that's that, isn't it? They would surely theme the How to Train Your Dragon world to the Hidden World. Yes. Rather than the island that. Journey to Atlantis Star Ride, as I've mentioned previously. Yes, you did. Um, a sort of roller coaster come boat ride would maybe suit that setting pretty it's well. All there. So yeah, I kind of maybe have to put myself in in a kid's shoes on that front. And I guess if you did a DreamWorks world, that doesn't really solve the problem of. That, that 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 the name of the game with these worlds is immersion, isn't it? They don't want you to see anything else when you're in there. They want no. you to feel like you're in this location. Yeah. And a DreamWorks world would totally break that because you can't be uh, at one moment. I'm in China with the pandas, and then I'm in Scotland with the dragons, and now I'm in far, far away with Shrek. That doesn't work. So no. you do probably have to commit to one of them. And I guess of them all, Hidden Dragon, Hidden Dragon. How to Train Your Dragon Hidden World, maybe that does lend itself best. If, and if they, do, but I don't know if it is that iconic. If it's going to prove to be a really iconic, timeless franchise in the same way that Harry Potter has and Nintendo has, and yeah, uh, for me of the animated, uh, not just DreamWorks, mm. but uh, of you know, Universal animated in general. Obviously, Despicable Me is probably the biggest franchise. Yes, but. I don't think many adults want to go to a Despicable Me no. world, but you, I think How to Train Your Dragon, yeah, um, very much so. Like Shrek's a bit old now, yeah. Even though they're talking about bringing it back, that's where that, you go. Crazy. Singapore, if you're if you're still a hardcore Shrek, yes, fan, Singapore Universal is the place uh, uh, for you. I think How to Train Your Dragon is probably the best one right now. To yes, go for. yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, whether that's still the case. By the time this opens, you know, what is the perception of How to Train Your Dragon in 2024? Yeah. Is there still a TV show going on? Have they actually made a fourth film? Did they reboot it? Or is it now? Or is it just, hey, it's that series that started 14 years ago yeah. at the point of opening this park? Kind of weird to have a whole land thing to it, yeah. but hey, what the hell? Well, um, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll find it fun because it's like nostalgia at that point. But It will be. God, how old would. Oh, going don't, to don't stop. Thirty year old man. Stop. And oh, how to train your dragon. Wow. Um fourth world rumoured to be locked in is classic monsters. Yeah. Which is a curveball that I can absolutely get behind. Um we talked about we talked about this a while ago actually. The the rumour came out, I think via Park Stop. Yes. Orlando Park Stop originally about classic monsters maybe coming to Fantastic Worlds. But I think the talk then was that it could well be scrapped. It was something that had been on the table and they yeah. maybe decided against it. But uh, this report from Theme Park University says, like, no, it's still on the cards. As it stands, this is happening. This is one of the four that the park will open with. Having the two expansion bays suggests that you yeah. know, it wasn't one of the ones that's kind of on the edge. Yeah. It was one of the definitive options. And I don't think you can scrap that and just open with three worlds. That's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, I, and I'm I'm all on board for that. We talked about it before. You know, they could have a ride set in Dracula's castle. There's tons of tons of potential to do some really cool stuff with those monsters. So, I'm all on board with that one. I think that would be great. 
Um, and then as for the expansion bays, how do you see them doing that? Do you think they get to opening with no idea what they might be in the future and those are things that you don't see built upon until, you know, four or five years afterwards? Or do you think they're things that they will have plans for before opening and it, and it's more of a 2027, 2028 edition? Or um, what do you think? Do you think they have stuff in mind that they'd like to 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 include or do you think they, they open the park with a completely open mind as to what those extra two could be? I think ideally they would want one of them to be Middle Earth. I think, yeah. Do you, do you think that's... Yeah, I, I think... Whether it is or not... so long. There, but... There's a very good... Re- like So the, the the Tolkien estate doesn't want to give it up. Mm. Uh, the reason Peter Jackson keeps being allowed to do terrible movies is because he's gotten in with the Tolkien family. Right. Um, so did Peter Jackson need to put a word in, basically? Yeah, so uh, Mortal Engines came out. Was that a Universal film? Uh, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, and it's a Peter Jackson film as well. Mm. And it's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and the reason that it, Universal, you know, allowed him to do that was because they want to keep him on side to try and get that Middle Earth IP. Will it happen? It's tough to say. For the other one, I imagine there are some internal IPs that they're kind of keen on getting there, potentially, if they come to fruition. Yeah. Uh, maybe we don't know about the IPs yet ourselves. Sure. But it's tough to say. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now that is like a cert. And I guess as well, if they ever wanted to, you know, once they potentially have those two extra ones up and running, it makes it easier for them to, if they wanted to replace a world at any point, they've they've got five other yeah. ones still running while they're working on. I think you need at one, least one of those extra ones open before you replace one of the ones that would already exist by that point. Yes, definitely. And why would you feel the need to replace one if the other two aren't even open yet? You would, you know, you'd, you'd build those there. two first and then. Yeah. Think about what you replace later, I guess. Uh, but it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, this report says the 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 City Walk area is bigger than Magic Kingdom, which is insane. Which seems mental. Magic I mean, Kingdom's huge. It's worth looking up if you haven't seen. There are aerial shots doing the rounds. Uh, Bio Reconstruct on Twitter is kind of the the go to place for aerial shots of of theme parks it, in Florida. My favorite part and of this whole thing is Universal used to own all of that land. Yeah. And they've had um, to buy it again. Yeah, and some of it is owned by a guy who doesn't want to sell it. Right. Um, I think it's Northrop Grumman, or it might be or some other defense company bought a load of land and built one of their factories on it. Mm. Um, so it's like really bizarre. Right. Um, and it's because of the old company. The company before Comcast uh, sold it all to make a quick buck. Yeah, it's it's mad how big this place is. And as I was saying, by a reconstruct, um, they have posted aerial shots of the land. It is huge. Um, it is very, very substantial. Do you envisage there being any sort of uh, multi-day ticket option that includes the two existing parks and this one, considering the distance between them? Or yeah, I would have thought so. Like it probably won't be feasible though to do all three though, would it? In the same way that you can do the two that are there already because of the train. Oh, sorry, multi-park in one day? No, oh, okay. It depends, I guess. I'm sure they'll sell you one, but whether yeah. it's a good idea to buy it, I yeah. don't know. If there is that Harry Potter area, yeah, surely it's too far away to and... to extend the Hogwarts Express. Yeah, well, it, yeah, you, there's no way you could possibly do that. No, unless flying brooms are a thing by then. Maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we've been say, let down uh, with hoverboards, so diagonally. And, uh... Yes, exactly. You just turn right up. Yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, I don't know. But by and large, are you are you intrigued by this potential setup? I guess the the blueprint is Diagon Alley, isn't it? When you're in Diagon Alley, you you 
that's the amazing thing about Diagon Alley. You don't feel like you're in Universal anymore. You feel like you're in Diagon Alley. Yeah. You cannot see anything outside it, really. There's no escape. Uh, there is no escape. There is from Gringotts. It involves getting on a roller coaster, looking at some screens. Yes. But, yeah, it's uh, if that's the blueprint, if that's, you know, the They uh, should, world, uh, one of the worlds should be, be Jaws. Fun. Jaws World. Yeah. I'm and the sure. other one should be Back to the Future. I'm not sure there's enough lore. <laughs> What, what what's the Jaws law? How do you build a Jaws world? You just get on a boat. You just get on a boat. The whole ride's out on the yeah. water. It's like a, the, the Truman down. Show. <laughs> well, I'd love to see them try. Put yeah. it that way. Not convinced it would work, but hey. And uh, and the other one's just Back to the Future. Why not? That might be fun. Oh, Back to the Future is good, isn't it? Mm. It's still good. Twister. One of the worlds can be Twister. <laughs> can one of them be Hanna Barbera world? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I would do Hanna Barbera. Well, would be great. Scrap House Train Dragon. Yeah, absolutely. Hanna Barbera. Yeah, I wonder. That was called the Wonderful World of Hanna Barbera, wasn't it? That ride. Yeah. Fantastic World of Hanna Barbera. Something like that. Something like that. Hmm. Dreams can come true. Dreams. Is that that's a Disney world world, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. Disney have trademarked everyone's dreams, unfortunately, including Universal. They probably. I mean, they do own Marvel and. Simpsons now, so yeah. they are slowly <laughs> starting to own all of Universal's yeah, dreams. That's really weird. <laughs> it is bizarre, but hey, that Disney Plus will probably be pretty good. Yeah, gonna have every season of The Simpsons on it. That's crazy. It certainly is. You know what else is crazy? The design for Fantastic Worlds. Yeah, sounds kind of mental. I'm intrigued to learn more, but it's big. That yeah. is the master plan for Fantastic Worlds that we know of at this time. Um, so excited to find out more over the coming weeks, months, and years. Uh, who knows when Universal might finally announce it? I think with Islands of Adventure, I think the announcement that they were doing it came, I think, two years before. Right. So we could still well be three years away from yeah. Universal officially officially acknowledging that they're building and, another park. And they announce things a lot later these days. It does seem to be that that's their approach. I mean, we, we joked for a long time about Hagrid... Uh, all those leaks and rumours didn't stop them from taking their damn sweet time to confirm and announce yeah. the name and uh, the creatures and, and all the other bits of information. But uh, that ride looks like it's going to be worth the wait, so I would assume this park will be too. Uh, yeah. Exciting times indeed. If you want to keep up with Park Rush during the week, before next week's episode, you can follow us on Instagram. We are Park Rush Podcast, and you can email us as well, podcast at parkrush.com. Please do subscribe to the show if you've enjoyed it on your favourite podcasting app or you can find every episode we've ever done um, at parkrush.com. Thanks very much for listening. Until next week, take it easy. Bye-bye. Goodbye.